In today's episode, we're going to talk about the five to-dos if you want to jump higher. Tune in, and I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to the Fit Strength Performance Podcast, where you will be informed, educated, and empowered in order to take charge and take action so you can reach your athletic and or fitness goals. The only way for you to get stronger, faster, and better conditioned is to be consistent every day, all year long, doing things that will ensure your mind and body are strong and resilient. If you're ready to make changes, then let's go. So this is a great topic, something that comes up all the time. Um, so five to-dos if you want to jump higher. This is something that, you know, I I get so many athletes that come into the gym and, um, you know, this is what they want to do. You know, I work with a lot of basketball players and volleyball players and, you know, all of them want to jump higher. So, you know, these are the things that we try to talk about. We try to program. And, you know, so if you're if you're a middle school kid, a high school kid, if you're a college kid, if you're a coach, if you're a dad, if you're a mom, you know, this is going to be great for you to listen to. Um, because I, these are the things that you should be thinking about if you want to jump higher right now, you know, just to contradict this conversation, right? Jumping higher is not necessarily going to correlate into you being better at your sport, right? Cause jumping is a specific thing. So again, you know, this is where it's going to, it's going to roll into number one, you know, there's plenty of talented professional basketball players, talented college players, talented, you know, volleyball players in the Olympics, um, you know, they may not jump the highest. So there's different things. You know, so for you young athletes, you know, if you can't jump as high, you know, it doesn't mean that you're bad. It doesn't mean that you're not good at your sport, right? You, you kind of got to figure out what what's going to be your role, what's going to be your niche. And then, you know, you really have to master that and work hard at that skill. It's going to help you because, you know, from a basketball or volleyball standpoint, you know, jumping higher is not the end all be all. There's plenty of coaches that recruit athletes that aren't they can't jump the highest Right? there's going to be certain benchmarks you have to hit. You know, if you're an outside in volleyball, if you're, you know, a small four, if you're a small forward, if you're a two guard, if you're a point guard, right, there is going to be a benchmark. So you are successful. You are, you know, you're less likely to get injured and you can be effective at various things um, so you can find yourself on the court. So let's dive into this. Number one, prioritize jumping. You know, I get a lot of athletes that want to jump higher, but, you know, they really don't do anything to help that. They are practicing three, four times a week. And then they are, you know, they're going to drop in. They're doing skill sessions on their own. They're doing doing pickup games. They're lifting once or twice a week. And, you know, so to me, like, if you want to jump higher, you have to prioritize it. You know, so if you're practicing four days a week in the off season for two, three hours at a time, and then you're playing pickup two or three times a week, and then you have two or three extra skill sessions on that, right, you are, you're just, you're over fatiguing your system. You're not really working on this idea of jumping higher, you're, you might get, you're going to get better at your sport. So that's something you got to be okay with, you know, so you have to prioritize what your goals are, you know? So if you want to jump higher and you're someone that lacks stiffness, right? When you go down to jump, you're very, you know, you're very loose in the ankles. You don't really, you don't stiffen up when you get low. Um, you need to work on that. So right. Practicing eight hours a week could help, you know, cause you're tightening up your joints you know, but at the end of the day, right, you have to monitor it, you know, so this isn't me saying like, you have to come to fit strength, you have to do these things with me, you just have to spend a month doing something, and then test your vertical, 
Are you jumping higher? Because if you're not, then what you did four weeks earlier didn't work. What you're doing every day is not working. So you have to prioritize jumping. It doesn't mean you have to change anything today. But what I challenge you is today, test your vertical, whether it's, you know, run and jump and grab the rim. Or, you know, if you have access to a, a vertex or you have access to a jump mat, go test your vertical. And then in one month, test it again. Do everything you've been doing. If it's the same, what you're doing didn't help you jump higher. But this is where you have to really identify what you're trying to get better at. Did you become a better shooter? Did your ball handling get better? A lot of things are like a lot of my athletes, like they got to get better defensively. Are you better defensively? Are you still just as slow? Because there's going to be a correlation between jumping high and then being able to move quickly left to right. So if you can't jump, you're probably limited in your athletic ability. You're probably limited in sprinting. You know, so you have to prioritize what the goal is. If you're if you're if your high school coach said, listen, you need to get better defensively, you need to you know prove your explosive explosiveness and you're just working on your jump shot every single day. Well, you know, when you come back and you if you're a dead eye shooter, right, you might just live in the corner and knock threes down, but still may not see the floor a lot because you can't play defense. You can't lock up. So unless you're Steph Curry, unless you're Clay Thompson, which Clay Thompson is a very good defender. You know, so you you really need to prioritize what that goal is because time's ticking. The season is getting closer and closer. So you got to prioritize what you want to accomplish. Number two, get stronger. Time and time again, I just see kids that can't put force into the ground. You know, so there's this idea that if you aren't don't have any muscle mass, you know, but again, you're still twitchy and you still can move and you're athletic, right? You can jump high, but again, you, you're more likely to get injured because you're just spending all this time on your tendons. Um, so, so that's you, that's where you need to improve your tendon health, gain more muscle and then get stronger. Um, but then we have a lot of athletes who, right. It takes them forever to load up. And then even when they load up, they have no, they have no oomph. They can't push force into the ground because when you push force into the ground, when you have a, uh, an action, there'll be a reaction. So if you can um, push force, so like go down into your squat, get into that pre-jump position, and there's no force attached to it, you're not going anywhere. It's just not going to happen. You're not going to have any pop. You're not going to have you know any you know horizontal or vertical um, abilities to to achieve a task. So a lot of times athletes need to get stronger. There is that element of how strong is too strong. And I did a podcast a couple video, a couple episodes ago. So tune into that. I'll try to link it in the show notes. Um, so the next one is get stronger. Spend time. You know, it doesn't mean improve your bench press. You know, to me, it's like improve your deadlift and then a split squat. Load up those two things while adding in some other elements of some trunk control, um, you know, and that can help. Number three prepare your body before training, right? I see this a lot. Athletes go into the gym, they start hooping. Athletes go to volleyball and they just start swinging, 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 and then they go right into their, their movements. You know, all athletes are going to have some type of asymmetry, but when you prepare your body, you're going to perform better at the start of practice and you're going to be more durable. You know, so if you're someone that's very limited in your hip mobility, which I can't tell you how many basketball players and volleyball players you're limited in your hips, whether it's strength, whether it's internal external rotation, whether it's, you know, abduction or adduction, adductor tightness, you're all tight. You're all going to be tight to some degree. So if you don't prepare those muscles for those high velocity movements in sport, right, you could get hurt. You're going to be limited in your performance. And then if you're having aches and pains, you know, think about trying to jump really high 
and you end up having some knee discomfort, right? You're going to be limited. So with that being said, prepare your body. All it takes is five, eight, 10 minutes. If you go to our YouTube page, Fit Strength Performance, right? You're going to see hundreds and hundreds of movements that you can do to prepare your body, right? Just do something prior to trying to jump really, really high. Number four, strengthen your feet. Spend time barefoot, right? I see a lot of athletes that they're always wearing their shoes. They roll their ankles. They tape them up. They put, you know, these ankle braces on and they're, they're locking their feet up. So, so that's going to limit your foot strength and your ability to move athletically. You know, so I challenge you, spend time barefoot, you know, spend time doing calf raises barefoot, move your toes around. For some athletes, you know, I have them take their shoes off in their first session and their toes are just locked up. They can't even move them. Think about your fingers doing that. Think about being a basketball player and you can't move your fingers. You would not play basketball. You would not play any sport. Same thing with your toes. Same thing with your feet. So spend time barefoot, strengthen your feet. Again, go to our YouTube page. We have plenty of exercises to improve, you know, you know, supination, pronation, right? If you if you have a arch and it's really, really high, doesn't mean that's good. If you have feet that are flat, doesn't mean that they're flat. And it doesn't mean that it's bad. You know, so everyone needs to strengthen your feet and spend time barefoot, especially if you're an athlete that's, you know, wearing narrow shoes, wearing cleats all the time. Doing so can really help your athleticism. And then when you're barefoot, right, do your warm up barefoot. Do some skips, do some, you know, shuffles, do some low level pogos, you know, rudimentary jumps where you're hopping left to right off one foot. Nothing too crazy. Build some foot strength. And then last but not least, balance your bucket. So what do I mean by balance your bucket? I want to th- I want you to think that you are, you know, your body is a gallon jug, right? You wake up, um, you think of it either way, you wake up empty and you can only fill that gallon jug. And every morning you want to wake up with that gallon jug, not full, simply because, right, you, you need to be able to add stuff into it if you're an athlete, right? You're going to school, you're working out, you're going to practice, you have AAU tournaments. So let's say, you know, you are an empty 128 ounce gallon jug. You wake up, your feet go on the ground, right? There's three ounces of water you just filled in because you just put your feet on the ground, you're moving a little bit, you're getting ready for your day, loading up for school, right? Then you go to school for six hours. That is, you know, call it, you know, just to make an even number, that's 47 ounces, right? So now you have 50 ounces in that gallon jug. And then after school, you know, right, you're going to an after school lift with your team or just on your own, right? That hour. Now you just loaded up another 50 ounces for that lift. And then you have AU practice for two hours, right? There is a hundred ounces you just filled. Remember, you only had, you had a hundred ounces already filled going into practice and you have 28 ounces left. Now you have 200 ounces that you're trying to throw into that 128 ounce jug. So you just spilled over things, just, you know, your water spilled, right? That spillage is going to, you know, have to be collected somehow, you know, so this is where your body goes into overdrive. And then the next day, you know, you have to, how are you going to pull back the extra water, right? How are you going to pull back that extra water you already have? So you just filled your bucket 200 ounces, but it's only supposed to be filled 128 ounces. So then the next day, what do you do? You wake up and you do the same thing, feet on the ground, go to school. You're already 50 ounces filled, but you haven't done anything to take away the water from yesterday. So let's say you slept, you know, six hours on average, kids are sleeping like six hours, right? So that pulled back 50 ounces. So you woke up the next day with 158 ounce, 150 ounces in your bucket. At the end of school, 
you just filled it 50 ounces. So now you're back to 200 ounces. And then you have, you know, some private skills lesson and then a private strength training lesson. So that's 200, right? You're back up to 300 ounces. So if you see where you're, where I'm going with this, you need to make sure that you're waking up with less in your, in your bucket so you can add water to your bucket without spilling over because that spillover is chronic fatigue. It's stress. It's going to be some tendon issues. It's going to be some injuries. It's going to be, you know, pulling away from your performance. So how do you pull away from your bucket? How do you drain some of that water out, right? It simply can mean like make sure you're eating well. Every time you eat well, you're pulling water out of that bucket add, so you can add more into it. Make sure that you're drinking water. Right? You're going to pull water out of your bucket so you can add more into it. You know, At the end of the night, stretch for 10 minutes. Right, That can help pull water out of your bucket. Make sure you're sleeping eight hours. That can pull water out of your bucket. So you wake up every morning not being over, overfilled. You know, I see it time and time again, athletes just loading up water. You know, they're they're trying to, you know, think of a bank account. They're trying to pull money out of their account to pay everyone for these activities, to pay their body to do these things. But eventually you're hitting negatives, you know, just how it works. So you have to be able to, you know, replenish your bank account, earn more money or, you know, pull water out of your bucket, whatever you want to think about. That's what it's important that you do. Um, so those are my five to-dos if you want to jump higher. So to recap, prioritize jumping. You know, focus on doing things that help you jump higher. So meaning that you got to track every month to see if you're jumping higher. Number two, get stronger. You know, load up the trap bar, load up single leg movements. Doesn't have to be with weight. Just load up things where you're challenging your muscles to help you put more force into the ground. Work on movements of the backside, posterior chain movements. Load those up. Number three, prepare your body before training. Don't just step into the gym and start moving and grooving. You know, learn how to, you know, do some type of movement prep for six to eight minutes. And like I said on our YouTube page, there's a ton of information. Number four, strengthen your feet. And number five, balance out your bucket. Do the things that are going to take water away or are going to add money into your bank account so you can keep spending, so you can keep filling your bucket each day without, you know, drain, without overdoing it, without going into the negatives, um, without, you know, your bucket over, overflowing. Thanks for tuning in. You know, I really had fun talking about this stuff. You know, share, like, you know, or share and comment. Um, share with a teammate, a coach, somebody you think this can help. This is something that I, I truly believe is going to help, you know, athletes, you know, reach their goal. If you're a basketball or volleyball player, it's truly going to help you jump higher. If you take pride in these things and you really prioritize, strengthen your feet, you know, do things to help you recover, get stronger, strengthen your feet, um, or prepare your body before training. All that stuff's going to help you. Um, I hope you enjoyed it and I look forward to the next episode.